This is Lloyd McIntosh, Communications Director for the YMCA in Greater Birmingham. Today I'm with Geronda Little. Geronda is a uh, recruitment professional with the Alabama School of Fine Arts. and She's also a success story with our YMCA's Diabetes Prevention Program. She's here to talk about her experience, how she got involved in the program, and what she's learned. Uh, Geronda, thank you for coming by today. Thanks, Lloyd. Well, again, just tell us, uh, what prompted you to realize that you needed to take some issue, uh, take some steps to regain your health, and, and how did you come to learn about the Diabetes Prevention Program? I saw the article that was in the Y uh, newsletter last year, mm-hmm. and it really piqued my interest because I do have a family history of diabetes, heart disease, Parkinson's, you name it. And I think I read the article maybe in December and that's right around the time, right after the holidays, right. when, you know, you've done some things you didn't plan to do <laughs> in terms of eating too much for Thanksgiving, right, all the way through Christmas. Right. And so I knew that I was going to do something in the new year to try to improve my health. And so when I read that article, I was so inspired. Okay. And I called Debbie LaCruz up and said I wanted to sign up for the class. Now, had you already been diagnosed as pre-diabetic, or did you just have some some I don't want to say symptoms, but some of the risk factors. Back in 2011, I was tested because there was a thought that I might be pre-diabetic, and thank God, uh, the second test showed that I wasn't, uh-huh. but that was my wake-up call. Really? After that, I became more diligent about making sure I exercise, making sure I pay attention to what I eat, but this course taught me truly right. the um, the whole, what do you call it, um, taught me many lessons about how to choose what is correct, the correct thing to eat. For instance, I learned in this class that a stick of butter that we always use in any recipe for making cakes, a stick of butter has 96 grams of fat, which is three days worth of fat for the average human being. And you don't think about that. Granted, you're not eating the whole cake and you're not eating you know, all 96 grams of fat, but you just have to be conscious about how much you choose to eat. And so my portions of desserts have gotten smaller. All it takes is a little taste. I don't have to have the whole thing anymore. You know, one of the things about the program that that we've learned talking to people afterwards Mm -hmm. is that they've tried many times to Mm -hmm. lose weight, maybe Mm -hmm. been successful short term, Mm -hmm. but I guess this, those programs tend to be more about either starving yourself through diet or exercising at a level that you just can't over time keep up with mm-hmm. what was the the i don't want to say the magic potion but what were the pu- pieces of the puzzle that came together that make this program successful for you well i like the fact that it was 16 weeks we met weekly and so i had the accountability mm-hmm. and uh we kept a food journal uh debbie introduced us to this app called my fitness pal and I'm addicted to it <laughs> because it helps you. It's almost like a game. You kind of keep track of how many calories you're eating, mm-hmm. how many fat grams, and then you also record your physical activity. And so you know, okay, if I do have those two slices of pizza that are a total of 600 calories, I'm going to make sure I go to spin class on Monday and, and burn 300 calories or so so that I won't gain an extra pound by the end of the week. And then at the very end, we have a, a maintenance program where after you complete the 16 weeks, once a month you check in. Okay. And so all of that really helped. So I guess um, when the actual classes, though, I mean, you're, it's it's more about sensible living, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's not extremes one way or the exactly. other. Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about maybe what some people who are listening for the first time uh-huh. and are kind of learning about the program, uh-huh. what maybe a, a typical class might 
might look like. Well, every week has a different theme. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, you're learning uh, things like healthy eating, uh, how uh, keys to eating out and choosing healthy items. And granted, we talk about also when you fall down, when you decide to splurge, right. how you get back on the, you know, on that path and continue not giving up and don't beat yourself up. Uh, I love this phrase that Sharon Lambert said in our class, God made all food good. It's just how much and how often. So you can't say, oh, I can't have that slice of chocolate cake. Yeah, you can have that slice of chocolate cake. But just remember that, okay, if you have the chocolate cake and the sweet potato pie and the red velvet cake that you all like, you got to make sure you exercise it off. But nobody's going to do all three of those in one short right. period of time, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but you really, you know, it, it's, I hear this phrase some, but it's giving yourself permission yeah. to to live life. Yeah. To, yeah. to not just go through life and yeah. just deny yourself some things, but to just know how to do it sensibly, correct? And it's also, you're right, and it's also, the end goal is not just looking great and looking fabulous. It's about good health. It's about making sure that you're not one of those statistics of being diabetic or having heart disease and having high blood pressure. You, For me, it was all about making sure that I don't repeat the same uh, practices that I've seen other family members do and winding right. up, you know, on tons of medication or hospitalized or even dying. I mean, did you notice as you went through the program where you might have had, I want to say some habits, maybe some things that you really never even considered that, okay, I need to change this. I think you mentioned what we were talking beforehand, sleep, for instance. Oh, yeah. And how important that is to the process. Oh, yeah. Were there other things like that that you realized, oh, I need to make just some tiny lifestyle changes to help me achieve these goals? Oh, true, 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 true. Sleep, uh, I think somebody mentioned that it's the three-pronged process. Diet, exercise, and sleep are all an important part right. of good health, and you can't have one without the other. And then the other thing, I noticed for myself, you know, that slippery slope, things that you kind of do that kind of put you on a trail toward uh -huh. um, disaster. I have a bad habit of snacking in front of the television late at night. Oh, yeah. So we talked about that, and there's some little strategies I'll use, and sometimes I'll do it, and sometimes I won't. But, um, you know, get up and go drink some water, or get up and go have a piece of fruit as opposed to a piece of cake. Just yeah. different things. It's changing your mindset. And so it takes time. And granted, that's why I'm glad we had the 16 weeks because, yeah. you know, weeks one and two were kind of challenging. But by week 16, I had changed my focus and uh, thought pattern about some things. And yeah, there's a, a, a lady that I know that went through the program last year. Uh -huh. She would brush her teeth earlier in the evening. Yeah, that's another good Was that a good – that a, Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Now, how about the class? Because mm -hmm. I imagine you're in there with uh, maybe seven or eight other people. I'm not sure how many. Well, we, they usually try to start with 10 people. Okay. And, you know, life takes a toll, and sometimes people can't make it every week, yeah. and that's understandable. But the copies are there, so you can always catch up, yeah. and that's the good thing about it. But you had, I mean, were you able to develop, uh, you know, a camaraderie with people oh, yeah. and help, and help oh, each yeah. other along and encourage oh, yeah. each other? That's the thing I really enjoyed about it. We had a great class, and I'm thinking about some of my class members now. We talked about how life takes a toll on you, and, of course, you start binge eating when you have family problems, people going through things health-wise or whatever. So we talked about those triggers, too, and it's okay when you fall down. Just get back up. Yeah. Now, for those of you, of course, listening, and this is not a video podcast, but Jeronda is a is a thin, you know, I, I guess the point is is that you, you knew that there might be a point where 
you're going to make some you're going to have the health problems that are going to force you to make this change yeah but you hadn't quite you saw the warning signs beforehand, correct? Yeah, like I said, that uh, being tested for prediabetes was a wake-up call. And then my BMI. My BMI was in the obese range, even though I didn't feel You're obese. You're kidding. No. My BMI, I don't have the numbers right here in front of me, but it was it was in that obese range. And granted, uh, I didn't like the word obese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, just looking at you, I'm shocked. I, I really yeah. am. Yeah. Yeah, huh. and so um, that was something else I learned about. And really, BMI is just the correlation between your height and your weight. Right. And so my BMI was in the. Let me find my piece of paper. Here. She's she's got notes galore here, so that's why you're hearing papers rattling in the. Okay. My BMI. Yeah, I was overweight, and I was I, I as a result of this class, I lost twenty plus pounds. And our teacher talked to us about creating a cushion too. So, yes, I met my goal, thankfully, by August. And, yes, it did take me more than 16 weeks. Mm -hmm. It took me probably from the end of January all the way through August. But because some weeks I lost, some weeks I gained. Mm -hmm. But that's life. Yeah. And what's my point? My point is that uh, by August I met the goal that I wanted to, for healthy weight, according to my doctor. And our teacher taught us about creating that cushion. So I'm still working on losing just five more pounds so that – if I get to that point where, okay, I think I want to go splurge and have uh, a large pizza this weekend right. and a milkshake and red velvet cake, I don't have to beat myself up because I can go, all right, well, I'm still within the margin of where I want to be, and I know next week I'll be back in uh, all of my exercise classes, right. so I, I don't have to worry about not enjoying life. <laughs> now, now, how often are you exercising? Now, well, what branch do you go to? Well, I, 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 I go to a lot of different branches. Okay. I like the variety. I oh, like the great. Variety. And so I just finished the swim class over at Shades Valley. Love Jerrica. She was a great teacher, so I finally learned how to swim at my age. Really? Yes. Oh, fantastic. And then, so my, that was Monday and Wednesday nights sometimes, and then I was taking uh, Russell Lee's class on Mondays in spin. Tuesdays, I go out and run or jog or walk, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then Wednesdays, I take Tony's uh, Pilates class. Thursday, I have taken Sue's step class. Love Sue, too. And then Fridays, there's a, a step aerobics class here that I take as well. And then some Saturday mornings, I go out and um, run or jog again. Wow. So, so, so you're about five or six days a week then doing something. At least, at least four or five. Right. On a great week, it's six days a week. On a not-so-great week, it might be three or four days a week. Right. Yeah. But you do allow yourself time to rest and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. just as important, too. You can't, you know, overdo it because that takes away the yeah. enthusiasm, the momentum to, to continue. Now, have you started talking to, you know, maybe some friends or family and say, look, you need to, you need to try this? I tell everybody I know. Really? That really wants to lose weight. I said, you got to sign up for this. It's, I learned things that I probably should have learned when I was in elementary school, but some places don't teach nutrition and health education as it should be taught. I think there's a renewed sense of importance now because of the uh, Let's Move campaign by Michelle Obama. But I promise when I was growing up, I couldn't tell you what a carbohydrate was. Uh, <laughs> 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 but now I know how to count carbs too. And it's not all about taking a magnifying glass and going around, but I do read labels. Reading right. labels is so important. My doctor told me a long time ago I have to watch my saturated fat because I, I take cholesterol medication, and I do not want to be that statistic that uh, ultimately ends up with heart disease. Right. Yeah. 
Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, again, uh, Geronda, thank you so much, and, and uh, appreciate your, your words about this program. Well, thank you, Lloyd. I really enjoyed it. And thanks to Debbie and everyone else associated with the Diabetes Prevention Program. And again, if you want to learn more about the Diabetes Prevention Program, you can go online to ymcabham.org backslash diabetes prevention. Again, this is Lloyd McIntosh, Communications Director for the Birmingham YMCA. Thank you for listening.